How do we define greatness in our modern culture? Who is William Shakespeare? Those are very good questions. I think Shakespeare is beyond great into the supernatural realm. Um, but anyways, uh, Blank Verse is the web series created by theater and film graduates from the University of British Columbia featuring rising stars from across Canada and established voices in the Vancouver theater community. This ambitious project draws attention to the struggle of artists in our contemporary world and examines our place within the cultural atmosphere of the past 500 years, all while letting a group of theater nerds play within the life of arguably the best writer of all time. I agree. So hang on. I'm going to play the evaporators. Um, and then we'll be back with blank verse. So it's John Collins' birthday. He's a Sagittarius. John Collins is the bass player in the Evaporators and in the New Pornographers. His birthday is tomorrow. So uh, make sure to go out and s I don't know if he'll be playing in the Evaporators on Saturday night, but check them out at the ridiculously early mint Christmas party. Here they are, the Evaporators. I've got a rash. I wanted to let you know. Give me some ointment. I need an appointment. I got a rash! Food Bank. Your access to money during the studies at UBC will most likely be limited, but it is a priority of the AMS Food Bank to ensure your access to food is not. The AMS Food Bank provides emergency food relief seven days a week for all UBC students. To volunteer with the Food Bank or for inquiries about how to take advantage of the services provided, contact them at foodbank at ams.ubc.ca. For more information, find the AMS Food Bank on Facebook or feel free to visit anytime across from the Wellness Center and Sprouts. UBC's Museum of Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of Indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources. Hi 
everybody, welcome to Blank Verse, a web series about William Shakespeare and the great writers of his time, reimagined as modern-day university students. My name is Amanda Konkin, and I'm the creator and executive producer for this show, and I'm here to introduce it for our radio listening audience. We've hoped to repurpose the show so that you can get an introduction to the characters and the action of the scene. Hi everybody, welcome to Blank Verse, a web series about William Shakespeare and the great writers of his time, reimagined as modern-day university students. My name is Amanda Konkin, and I'm the creator and executive producer for this show, and I'm here to introduce it for our radio listening audience. We've hoped to repurpose the show so that you can get an introduction to the characters and the action of the scene, and hopefully go and watch the rest of the story unfold online. This series takes place every week, and it started airing on August 25th, 2013, and the first season will conclude on December the 29th. So every week you can tune in and see where these characters are going, and how the people surrounding Shakespeare has influenced his life and his work. The show is broken up into five acts, each act containing four different scenes. In the first act, there are four scenes in which we are introduced to the main characters in Shakespeare's world. The characters in this world include the famous Chris Marlowe, Thomas Kidd, Ben Jonson, as well as some of the people we heard about from his sonnets, including Henry Risley, the fair youth, and Mary Fitton, the dark lady. As we go through this act, we'll give you an insight into who Shakespeare is and what he's doing at Bankside University. Now, without further ado, here is the first act of Blank Verse. In the first scene of Blank Verse, we are introduced to William Shakespeare, a new student at Bagside University, hanging out in the student lounge. He's entering a new blog post in his blog, willshakespearewrites.wordpress.com, when Ben Johnson, the wide-eyed, eager high schooler, approaches. Ben's first impression of Shakespeare is interrupted when she sees him blatantly hang up on a phone call and resume his work without giving it a second thought. Hi, Will. Oh, hi, uh, uh... Ben. Right, the girl with the name of a boy. It's actually a family name. Ben is just the short form. What's it the short form of? Benjamina. Unfortunate. Pardon me? Benjamina's a beautiful name. Why shorten it? Oh, thank you. People have just always called me Ben. I never really thought much of it. Who am I to change the way people speak? How's your first week going? I've been having an amazing time. There are so many talented people here, and the campus is beautiful. I can't wait till I'm a full-time student here next year. You're not a full-time student now? No, actually, I'm still in high school. I'm just here to take an advanced writing credit. Impressive. Ambition is a trait somewhat lacking in the youth of today, if you ask me. Thank you. Though I can't say I've shared your experience, so far this hasn't lived up to my expectations at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Not happy with your courses? No, they're fine. It's just I expected something more. A sense of kismet when I got here. Like I came to the right place. 
I left a lot behind. So far, this hasn't lived up to my notion. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Also, I didn't get into Chris Marlowe's discussion group. She's already in talks with the producer about the film rights to her book. Can you believe that? It's everything I want to be as a writer. Really? That surprises me. Why? What could be better than everybody knowing your name? But a movie is just someone else's interpretation of your work. And from my experience, those films are rarely a testament to the source material. That kind of notoriety is just cheap. Doesn't make it wrong. We can't all be Chaucer. I would rather be remembered for one piece of work, no matter how bastardized, than forgotten or never known at all. Do you really think you'd just be forgotten? In time, we're all forgotten. Every living thing that's ever known us dies. But the work survives. And the writer with it. I just want to make it a little harder for future generations to forget the name Will Shakespeare. I like William better. That sounds pretentious. People won't read your work if they think you're pretentious. I don't think the audience you're going for does much reading at all. I didn't say they have to be avid readers, they just need to read me. But I'm not going to make anyone read my stuff unless I can start learning from Marlowe. She won't even respond to my emails. So now I just toil away in internet obscurity. There it is. My latest work. Out into the abyss of the internet. You're a lot better than you give yourself credit for. Fame and fortune aren't everything. Wouldn't you rather be remembered for your words? The right words from the right voice can change someone's perspective on the world, or move you to tears, or break your heart, or make you laugh until you cry. Words won't pay my bills. Put a roof over my head. I could craft the greatest story ever told, but it would mean nothing if only a handful of insignificant people read it. I would read it. Exactly. Oh, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm just trying to make a point. Which you did, quite clearly. You'll understand this better when you're older. Or maybe you will. If you're so set on learning from Chris Marlowe, why don't you just go talk to her? She was in my seminar classroom a little while ago. See if she has time to turn you into a significant writer. In the second scene, we are introduced to Chris Marlowe and Thomas Kidd. Chris Marlowe is a famous writer at Bankside University, having published the New York Times best-selling book Dr. Faustus when she was in her fourth year of her undergraduate program. In this scene, her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Thomas Kidd, is here to give her notes and criticisms regarding the first draft of the script for the highly anticipated movie adaptation of her book. Oh, this is much better than the one they had before. Is it? I haven't had a good chance to look at it. I've been so busy with classes this week. There is a lot more work involved in being a TA than I thought, especially when everyone and their dog wants to be in your seminar group. Oh my god, you are so popular. Fuck off. No, it's fine, I get it. I'm just here to read this for you and break it down so you're prepared for the meeting then. What other use do I have for you? If I had a heart, it would be breaking. They really have done themselves. Did they bring on a new creative team? No, it's the same as before, why? Really? 
that just makes it that much more impressive. Honestly, this is just so close to perfection. I asked you to have a look at this because I value your opinion. Not because you could make some blatant mockery of it. My dear, surely you know me well enough to know that my opinion and mockery are one and the same when it comes to banal, trivial, commercial excrement. My writing is not trivial shit. No, of course it's not. Anyone who's read your book would know that. But this adaptation is for the movie-going illiterate, and even they know when something's a piece of shit. In fact, they probably would know better than anyone else because they're so well-versed in it. Just forget it. The only thing that could possibly make this better is if they had Justin Bieber playing Mephistopheles. That would actually take it so far past being a piece of shit it may actually be art again. Oh, because you're such an expert on art. I think you're jealous. What? You've never had any kind of interest like this in the Spanish tragedy. I think you're using this artistic integrity ruse to keep me on your level. You're afraid of me leaving you behind. You asked me to read this proposal, and that's what I did. My concern is for your work and for your name. Clearly, you're more interested in the bottom line. Tell me, Marlo, how many zeros is your artistic integrity worth? Get out. Is this a bad time? I'm not signing books, so if that's what you're here for, you can forget it. I'm Will Shakespeare. I sent you an email regarding switching into your seminar group. Have you talked to administration? About... Switching into my seminar group? I can't just let you in. This is a university. There's a bureaucracy you have to go through. I just thought that maybe if I talked to you... What? That... that I could just wave my hand and let you in? All I did was write a book. Now I'm just trying to deal with all the headaches that go along with it. I suggest you talk to administration if you want to switch into my group. I can't help you. Um, thanks. Sorry to have bothered you. Stay tuned for more Blank Verse on CITR 101.9 FM. If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. The Carl Sagan Association for the Communication of Science is pleased to present screenings of Carl Sagan's Cosmo series held twice per month on the UBC campus. Through these and other initiatives, our goal is to promote interest and engagement with the sciences on campus and in society at large. Visit ubcsagan.org for showtimes and other events. Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604-822-5355. That's 604-822-5355.
1-800-273-5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. In addition to our weekly episodes, we've also created an expansive background world for the show. The online student newspaper, The Messenger Speech, is run by student Georgia Roberta Greenpeel. In addition to our weekly episodes, we've also created an expansive background world for the show. The online student newspaper, The Messenger Speech, is run by student Georgia Roberta Greenpeel and features weekly updates of the things happening on Bankside campus. We also have Will Shakespeare's blog, willshakespearewrites.wordpress.com, where he has insight into some of the choices that he's making for his work and plays. You can also find most of our characters on Twitter by searching for Ben Johnson, Chris Marlowe, Georgia Roberta Greenpeel, and Thomas Kidd. For more information about all of this, you can head to our website, blankverse.tv. In scene three, we get a glimpse at the Bankside campus bureaucracy. We are introduced to Mary Fitton, the arts administrative assistant, Professor Essex, the head of the English department, and TA Henry Risley, who's trying his best to make everything work out for the English department. It's simply ridiculous. I'm sorry, Professor. There's nothing I can do. English classes should have access to that lecture hall. The, the, the fact that Liz takes precedence over the, the larger needs of the department is, is unacceptable. She filed the paperwork just like everyone else. Oh, did you hear that? She filed the paperwork. I filed the paperwork as well. And yet here I am without a class. Henry did file the paperwork. Elizabeth just got to it first. And I've already submitted for next semester, so we should have the hall again. That's right. And what do I do now, hmm? I've been shuffling my classes around from free room to free room uh, like, like a traveling carnival. I believe Professor Essex is merely trying to find the respects befitting his title as head of the English department. Professor Essex, I assure you it has nothing to do with a lack of respect. In fact, if my hands weren't so tied, I'd do anything to accommodate you. Oh, would you? Of course I would. You have no idea what lengths I'm willing to go. Really? Really. Unfortunately, Professor, there isn't anything I could do for you this semester. So I suggest you try and figure out your traveling carnival. Find a damn hole for my classes, Henry. Of course, Professor. I'm sorry about Professor Essex. He can be a bit of a, uh... Asshole? I noticed. At least you got the message, though. Excuse me, I need to talk to somebody about changing my seminar group. What program are you in? Creative writing. Ah, are you a poet? Uh, I guess. You look like a poet. He looks like a young man who has stories to tell. He's probably a novel. I'm not sure what kind of writer I am. I'm Mary Fitton. I am the arts administrative assistant. 
I'm sure there's something I'd be able to help you with. That'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Actually, I believe I may be able to help you out in that regard. As the TA for the head of the English department, I'm sure I could find a way to help remedy your plight for you. Uh, Henry, this is more of an administration problem that... I'm sorry, what did you say your name was? I didn't. It's Will. This is more of an administrative job that Will is facing. I'm not sure Professor Essex will be willing to deal with this matter. I'm inclined to disagree with you, Mary Fitton. <sighs> Henry, this is my job. It's what I'm supposed to do. Well, I don't think my hands are quite as tied as you seem to think they uh, are. It's full with Professor Essex. <sighs> Professor Essex can be... In scene four, we return to the student lounge, where Ben and Will once again have a conversation about their first week at university. Ben is writing an angry tweet on her cell phone. Why is it that the people with the most potential always turn out to be the biggest assholes? Such disappointment. Do you always hang up on people? Excuse me? Your phone. That's twice I've seen you do that. Oh, no, I just don't want to talk to anyone right now. I didn't mean I wanted you to leave. It's all right. I don't mind. I think I owe you an apology. I'm not usually such a- Douchebag? Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not usually such a douchebag. It's like what I was saying before. I came here to learn from Marlowe, and now I'm stuck at arm's length. Well, have you tried talking to her? Yes, she couldn't do anything at all to help me. What about administration? I found them very helpful. Oh, yes, they were very helpful. So helpful, in fact, that the only two people I met argued the entire time about who was more helpful, and then nobody ended up helping me at all. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. 